Amen. Okay, let's pray together. Gracious Lord, we want to thank you. We bless your holy name. We pray that this morning you come and speak to us. Teach us your word. Line up online. Precept upon precept. May we become specially anointed as we hear your word preached. And may our lives be transformed in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're going to make a faith confession together. God's promise over my life is sure. His word concerning me is settled forever in heaven. Though my beginning was small, yet my latter end will increase abundantly. God increases my greatness and comforts me on every side. The Lord increases me more and more, me and my family. These are you of greater works. There is a release of greater blessings for us. It's a new season and God has made room for me. It's my time to shine and I'm increasing on all sides. I've stepped into my promised land and a land that is good and large, flowing with God's blessings. The blessings of a closer walk with God, the financial blessings of debt, freedom and surplus, the blessing of good health and a good marriage, the blessing of academic excellence and a good job. My life is moving forward and upward. It's getting better and better every day and in every way. My life is shining bright and bright onto the perfect day. The Lord teaches me to profit and leads me the way I should go. My gates are open continually, never to be shut by day and by night, that the wealth of the nation shall come unto me. I am blessed, and my blessings is of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Say it eight times to yourself. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed. Move to three people and tell them, I am blessed and highly favored. Tell somebody else, I am blessed and highly favored. Tell another person, I am blessed and highly favored. And tell yourself this time, I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Let the Lord hear your shout of praise and rejoicing and jubilation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can you take your seat and let's get into the word of God together. I'm continuing my teaching on, uh, I'll get back to the uh, teaching on, uh, on how to be led by the Holy Spirit, but last week I was teaching on how to be a useful vessel of God, and so uh, I want to finish up with that. And so the title was, What Vessel Are You? Are you a bang and are we here? We found out from Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 20 and 21 that in a great house there are many vessels. The Bible says that vessels of gold and silver, of wood and some for honor and some to dishonor. And I pray that you be a vessel of honor. A vessel is a container that is that contains things and carry stuff. May you be a container that carries the presence of the Holy Spirit. So God wants you to be a useful and exciting vessel and not a useless, worthless, and a tired vessel. Amen. Amen. When you have a vessel that you are not making use of it, it becomes useless and worthless to you. And when a vessel or whatever you have in your house is not useful, you discard it. Because 
But if it is important to you, you take good care of it. So if you want God to take good care of you, become a useful vessel unto him. In 2 Timothy 2.15, Bible says that we are supposed to be workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly divide the word of truth. And we can only do that when we are not earthly minded. In Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2, he says that if you are raised together with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is. At the right hand side of God. The Bible says, set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. Amen. Amen. So how do, you, how do you become a useful vessel unto God? Every Christian, for you to become a very important vessel in the hands of God, you've got four appointments. Losing. Suffering. Sacrificing. And die. As a matter of fact, generally in everything in life, you go through these four things in order to become successful. You, you got to lose. If you want to follow Jesus, in Luke chapter 14, Luke 14 verse 26 to 28 and 33, Jesus said, if anyone comes to me, and does not hate his father or mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. So to be a disciple of Jesus, you've got to hate your father and mother. Brothers and sisters. Jesus, what are you saying? Should I dislike my parents? And my siblings? What the scripture is saying is that you must prefer Jesus, you must prefer the Lord to them. He's not saying go and hit them with cutlasses and kill them. Hate yourself doesn't mean destroy yourself. But what it means is that you must give preference to God. Prefer the Lord to yourself. He must take first place in your life. The Lord must come first before your father and mother, husband and wife, children. Because anything that is first before God is an idol. And according to Exodus chapter 20 verse 2, the Lord says, I'm the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. Verse 3 says that you shall have no other gods besides me. You shall have no other gods before me. That means that nobody should be ahead of me, God. So your wife should not be before God. You should not choose your children before God. If you try to choose them, God will move them away. If you try to choose yourself, God will move you away. 
Amen. Amen. And we learn the fact that don't try to save your own life, else you will lose it. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 25. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 25. It says that if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. That's why I told you that if you are following the law, you will lose something. Sometimes you may lose your dignity for a while. People mock mock you. People may look down on you. You may not be drinking. As people say it is drinking, I say, why don't you drink? You are not chasing girls or chasing men. You lose something. But when you lose something, the Lord is going to bless you. Can I have an amen? Amen. So, the, so number one, you have an appointment with losing. Number two, you have an appointment with suffering. If you want to follow God, you will suffer. Philippians 1.29 says that you are to suffer for Christ's sake. For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake. So if you are a Christian, you suffer for the sake of Christ. Amen. Amen. First Peter chapter 2.21 says that you were called to suffer. See, most of the time, people think that the more you become a Christian, Christianity is a luxurious life. Baby and that man. everything, you are going to get everything on a silver platter, all your, everything is going to be answered. No, Christianity is like a military life. And, and military life, when, when you become a military officer, you don't own your life. You have lost your life to the state. You have lost your whatever. And you go through suffering. They go to the bushes. And instead of staying in the house, they'll be in the bushes and eating all kinds of animals for the state, for the sake of the state. If they can do that for the sake of the state, why can't you do that for the sake of the Almighty God? So there is suffering in Christianity. Tell your friend there's losing in Christianity. And they're suffering in Christianity. Look, if you take a Catholic, many years ago, I wanted to be a Catholic priest. And when you go to the parish, you are going to see that the priest is something that, something that everybody goes home and the priest is there alone. Maybe with probably a few people around, maybe security man. But the priest has no family. He has no wife. He has no children. He has, he has lost everything in order to follow Jesus Christ. And sometimes he's suffering. There are times that maybe something is going on and there's nobody to help him. He's suffering. Sometimes he may have a desire to have sex, but he has to control himself. Suffering. Hello? Hi. So what I'm trying to say is that there is suffering in, in, in following the Lord. It is part of Christianity. 
It is today that we have changed everything. Come to Jesus. Come and see me. I am this one. I am normal something. When you come to me, all your solution. This is the last stop of all your problems. This is the last stop of any kind of suffering. It is never true. Jesus went through it. And the Bible says that you, for this were you called. For to this you were called. Because Christ also suffered for us. Leaving us an example that you should also follow his word. Steps. Wainty and a fray and say a man who knew a bemo be a son said crystal. A young son now am I yen. Send a bear yen so a man who knew a befemonte a car. Crystal acquainted. Thirdly, if anybody wants to be successful and fruitful in anything, you have to. You have to sacrifice. We sacrifice for our children in order to become anything. You sac if you are building a business, you sacrifice for the business to grow. And for God to save us, He, he had to come onto the earth and sacrifice. Look at God. Jesus is God. He, 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 he lost his throne. He moved from there. He came on earth and suffered and sacrificed his life so that we will be one. And we are also to sacrifice. Amen. In Romans chapter 12 verse number 1 and 2. Paul said, I beseech you, that, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. When you want to sacrifice an animal, what do you do? Number one, you catch the animal. You tie the animal. You behead the animal. You cut the animal into pieces. The animal is roasted. Whatever is done to a sacrifice will be done to you. Amen. 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 And that was what was done to the, to the early disciples. You may not be physically killed, but there's a sacrifice you have to go through. There are times that God will touch your heart and say, Sacrifice this money of yours. Your whole salary, sacrifice it. Say, God, how am I going to leave? But before you got a job, God was the one taking care of you, and God is the one who provided the job for you. Amen. Amen. Sacrifice that sleep and pray for somebody so you'll be there and you go, you receive a prompting. And you have a, you have needs. And so praying for yourself, God says that pray for this person. Sacrifice. Somebody hurts you so much and you feel like I'm going to retaliate. God says that no, forgive the person. Sacrifice it. And so you've got to go through pain in order to have gain. No pain, no gain. In Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, Paul said, I have been crucified together with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So what he was saying is that I've been, my life has been sacrificed unto the Lord. We also have to sacrifice our lives unto the Lord. And the final appointment you have is to die. Tell your friend you've got an appointment to die. <laughs> to die means to lose your identity. When when an, when 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 a seed dies, it loses its identity. In John chapter twelve verse twenty four, Jesus said, 
Except a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. Most assuredly, I say, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. So it means that if you want to produce much fruit, you must see yourself like the grain of seed. It must fall to the ground. That's what it, it must fall to the ground. Now when you see a farmer who is planting the seeds, oftentimes they spread the seeds, they throw the seeds. And when the seeds are thrown down, the seeds become vulnerable to many situations. Number one, bears try to come and pick them up. Squirrels and monkeys may come and eat them up. People may trample on them. So as I see, people will trample on you. People will insult you. The enemy will try to come after you. Then sometimes the wind and even the rains wash the, 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 the seed into some hole some, somewhere. But no matter what, God ensures that eventually the seed peels up. Absorbs water. And then the radical goes on to form the root system. And then the shoe system comes up and it grows up. In the same way too. You, unless you die. You see, the seed loses its original configuration and regains a new configuration. You want God to use you? You have to die to yourself. Amen. Amen. Because people are going to talk about you. People are going to insult you. When you dress well, they will talk. When you don't dress well too, they will talk. When you dress well, they say you are a thief. When you don't dress well too, they say you are too poor. Many years ago, I was using a car. That was giving me a few problems. One day, I saw this man girl. When my car was giving me challenges, she literally stood there and started, I mean, laughing me to scorn. I saw her laugh at me. And I said, Lord, look at yourself and be laughed at. And the Lord became merciful to me and gave me a new car. When they laugh at you, God will turn your story around. May God turn your story around. Amen. Amen. Many of the pastors you see today, they've ever been laughed at before. They've been ridiculed. You will be laughed at. You'll be ridiculed. Look at our own current president. He stood the first time. In his own party, he lost. He lost again. When he came for national presidency, he lost. He lost again. And people said he was not a winning material. They tagged him with all kinds of things. But as he persevered, 
And as God will have it, whether you like it or not, he has become a president. Whether the enemy likes it or not, what God has mandated for your life, so long as you don't give up and you don't give in, you will become it. I say you will become it. God doesn't need anybody's permission to promote you. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. <laughs> I said, God doesn't need anybody's permission to promote you. Because he says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. To give unto you a future and a hope. And to bring you to an expected end. May that become your portion. In the name of Jesus. When you have a desire to do something for others. God will promote you. If you, if you, if you the man said, I want to serve my nation. And he got every money that he needed. And, and he gave himself over. Today, he's the first servant of the country. When you give yourself to the things of God, because of you, your family's name will be great. When Abraham gave himself over unto God, initially his name was called Abraham. But God changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. Amen. Amen. His little name became a great name. Called a man called Jacob, who was a supplanter. And yet God changed his name to Israel. There was a guy called Saul. Saul. Who was harassing the Christians. No, no, so and God changed his name from Saul to Paul. I see God changing your name and your destiny. You are becoming a better person. Generations on end will celebrate you. Because you have decided that you are going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And so if you are going to be a great vessel for God. You got to attempt to do great things for God. And not for yourself. Tell somebody, attempt great things for God. And not for yourself. In Jeremiah chapter 45 verse 5. There was a certain scribe known as Baruch. Baruch. Baruch was the person who tried to help Jeremiah in his ministry. He wrote a lot of things on behalf of Jeremiah. And so God spoke this blessing over his life. And told Baruch, I said, do you seek great things for yourself? Don't seek them. Tell somebody, don't seek great things for yourself. He said, behold, I will, I, will, I will bring adversity on all flesh. But I will give your life to you as a prize in all places wherever you go. Do another version for me. So what it means is that I'm going to spare your life. The Lord was telling Baruch that Baruch, because of what you have done, I'm going to save you. He said, do you see great things for yourself? Stop seeking. I'm about to bring disaster on every living creature. But, but this is the Lord's declaration. I will grant you your life like the spouse of war 
Wherever you go. So listen, when you serve God, God spares your life. You didn't hear me say God spares your life. Amen. Amen. God spares your life. May God spare your life. Many years ago when we were at secondary school, I used to play volleyball. And we're going to have a tournament with another school. Our PE master said we should get on the we were, uh, were, were supposed instead of going on the school bus, he made the, the team players be on a tractor. But for a strange reason, I think a day before the the, the, the match, I hurt my thumb. And so I couldn't go. And a friend of mine was also just, just at the tail and was watching the, tra the tractor go and the, tra the man said they should leave him. Not knowing God was going to spare our lives. Because they were going to have a fatal accident. On a healing place, the, tra the trailer got detached from the head of the tractor and started throwing them into the bushes. And the injuries were just so terrible. But God spared our lives. May God spare your life. May, when you're going to get into the, a bus, or a, 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 a vehicle that's going to have an accident, may the Lord spare your life. May God deliver you from evil. Can I have an amen? amen. See the Ethiopian line that had an accident? Bishop, that was supposed to be on that that, that flight was supposed to go. Bishop Dad, to come to Ghana after their crusade. And you are supposed to meet a president over there. And somehow he felt that, look, I won't meet the president. He said he, has, he was coming home. So he told them. They called him. Even on his way to the airport, they called him that the president is waiting for him, looking for him. He said, no, I will see him later. No, no, God was, God, he said, I will see him. I cannot be on the flight. I, I can't be on this flight. I can't wait and be on the flight. I'm, I'm just leaving. He left and was not on that flight and God delivered him. Yeah. So as you are serving God, attempting great things for God, God is going to protect you. That's why Isaiah 54, 17 says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up in judgment against you, you shall condemn. In Genesis chapter 31, verse 41 and 42, the Bible says that Laban tried to change the salary of Jacob ten times. Laban but because God was on his side, he delivered him. He said, I've been in your house 20 years. I served you 14 years for your two daughters. Hey. To get a wife, you served for seven years. And six years for your flock. And you have changed my wages 10 times. 
Unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. So without the intervention of God, you may go home empty-handed. Your effort will be in futility. But may God be on your side. May he become your provider. May he speak to your boss to increase your salary. May your promotion come quickly. May what is due you locate your address. May God wipe away your tears. May he put laughter in your mouth. And a new song upon your tongue. In the name of the Lord Jesus. How do you get these blessings? Attempt to love God first. That's about love God. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 and 37, somebody went to Jesus and said that, Lord, which is the greatest commandment? And Jesus told him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with, with all your soul and with all your mind. That's what they love the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Amen. What does loving God do for you? Loving God causes you to attract the loving God and obey Him will let you attract the presence of God in your life. Anybody wants to be anointed, learn to love God. And when you love God, you'll attract His presence. You'll attract the anointing. It is not only by fasting and by prayer, it is by loving Him and obeying His word. John chapter 14, 24. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word. What a glory he sheds on our way While we do his good will He abides with us And with all who will trust and obey Now watch your words When we walk with the Lord In the light of his word What a glory he sheds And obey by loving God in John 14 24. Let's read it together. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine but the Father's who sent me. Okay, now jump to the 21. Let me see what it says over there. 21. Okay. Now, he who has my commandments and keeps them, are you there with me? Mm, read it with me. 
my commandments and this was Jesus speaking and gives them it is he who loves me so who is the one who loves Jesus me odi ni mransemso oh i said who is the one who loves Jesus the one the one who keeps his commandments amen, amen. oh how i love jesus oh how i love jesus oh how i love jesus because he okay so how 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 does jesus know that you love him by keeping his word his commandments and the bible say that and he who loves me will be loved by my father and i will love him and manifest myself to him amen so if you want jesus to manifest himself unto you be a lover of jesus and how do you how do you show your love to jesus by keeping his commandments it means that what he tells you to do you decide to do it when he say pay your tithe you pay your tithes when he say that give this bottle of water to this sister give the bottle of water you see when you obey when god gives you an instruction and you obey it he loves you the staff that their bosses like them they are not those who dress very well. Those who are obedient to their bosses. Do you want promotion at your workplace? Just obey your boss. Be, 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 be very ordinary to your boss. Don't make yourself a big man. Amen. No matter your post, listen. Be a servant to your boss. And service is attractive. So when you serve your boss, your boss will promote you. Amen. Amen. But when you say that, me too, me too have, I have degrees, centigrade and Fahrenheit. I've, I've done my master's degree. I've done my whatever. I've done, you are getting nowhere. Service is what will bring about a promotion in your life. Yeah. Bible says, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water. You shall serve, he shall bless. When I say you, you will serve, he say he shall bless. You will serve. You, you shall serve. You shall serve. So you shall not serve. That's all. Pastor, are you now coming? You are, have, you, have you become a rapper? And you are rhyming, rhyming words. I'm not rhyming words. I'm speaking the word of God. Exodus chapter 23, 25 and 26. That's where I'm, I'm quoting. You shall serve. You shall serve. You shall bless. So you shall serve the Lord your God. And he will bless. He, God, will bless your bread and water. I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. Verse 26 says that. And the number of your days, it shall be what? Fulfilled. So if you even want a lot, there shall be no what? Miscarriage or barrenness in your land. 
If you want to take away barrenness and you want to ensure that there's fruitfulness in your life, you must be somebody who decides to serve the Lord and I will fulfill the number of your days. That means that not only will I elongate it, but the blessings, whatever I have designed and determined that it should happen in the number of your days, I, the Lord God Almighty, will ensure that it will come to pass no matter the objections, no matter the difficulties, no matter the challenges. Amen. Amen. Same John chapter 14, 23. I just want to emphasize something over there. Same scripture. Jesus said, if anyone loves me, he will keep what? My word. Have you seen it's been repeated? 21 and 23. Do you love the Lord? Then you God, he will keep my word. What did he come to tell us? Go into the world and preach. So if you are not preaching, you are not loving Jesus. Ooh. If you are not sharing the gospel, you are not you are not showing love to Jesus. If you don't love your brother and your sister and you hate them, when they come to church, you look at them in some way and you have squeezed your face and you are wishing them that things will not be well with them. Then you, and the Bible says, he who hates his brother or sister is a murderer. So God, as you are walking around, you are speaking to Shalababa. God says, shut up. Look at the murderer. It's a liar. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. He will pay his tithes. Listen to me. You can't say you love God and you don't pay your tithes. Hello? Oh, why is the room quiet like that? Am I dialing numbers here? Yeah. You don't pay tithes. There's so much money in your pocket that yeah, you just give two cities. God deserves two cities. One city. When you, you, you feel shy even sometimes to give certain people 10 cities and 20, you'll be scratching your head and say, I'm sorry, I don't have 20. It's only 20 cities I have in my pocket. And you are scratching your head. And when you come to church, you gladly give to the most high God who is responsible for your good life to Ghana. Five Ghana. What a shock. We say, let's support the work of God. Oh, no, no, don't mind that. Oh, no, 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 mind that. My family is there. When you see somebody give any money, say, are, you, are you mad? Why, why are you mad? Don't you have a family that you are giving all this to the work of God to work? Is it for your church? For, for, your, for your family? If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. Do you want the father to love you? And he said, and we will come to him and make our home with what? With him. That means that we will come and where, where somebody stays, his presence is there. So if you want God's presence, listen to me. I'm showing you one of the ways to get anointing and to maintain the anointing. To have the anointing and maintain the anointing, you, you need the presence of God. And you get it by loving God. And you love God by doing what he tells you to do. So when you become obedient to the word of God, and Bible says to obey is better than what? Sacrifice. So when Bible says husbands love, and you obey the word of God, God says my presence will be with you because you loved. Why submit? He said, ah, ah, ah. The way the man does this, he, that, I don't need to submit. No, 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 no. God says submit. And when you submit, God says, because you obey his word, he will be on your side and fight your enemies for you. And even if your husband is trying to subdue you, God will turn things around, change his heart, and make things become better for you. Are, are you learning something here? Yeah, just, 
Just learn to follow God's word. And when you follow God's word, God will fight your battles for you. And God will give you the upper hand. May God give you the upper hand. Oh, the amen is I said, may God give you the upper hand. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, attempt to love God. Then you have to attempt to build, to, to build a great and a big house for God. Hallelujah. Be part of building a house of God. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 9. Bible says that we are God's husband, we are God's fellow workers. So be part of building a house of God. What did Christ come to do? Matthew 9, 35. He came to preach, to teach, and to heal. So you must join the preaching team. Tell somebody, join the preaching team. Join the healing team. Join the teaching team. Amen. Whatever Jesus came to do, you've got to join him to do it. Amen. Acts chapter 16 verse 5. Acts 16 verse number 5. Build great things. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number what? Daily. So it means that daily you must bring new people into the house of God. As daily you are bringing new people into the house of God, you are demonstrating your love unto God. You are helping, you are attempting to build great things for God. And because you are sowing the seed of building great things for God, God will also build great things for your life. May God build great things for your life. In the name of Jesus. Second Chronicles chapter 2 verse 4 and 5. Second Chronicles chapter 2 verse 4 and 5. Second Chronicles chapter 2. Second Chronicles chapter 2. Four. And the temple which I, I will build for, I will, the temple which I build will be great. For our God is greater than all gods. Hallelujah. May you build a, a, build a, a, a great temple. <laughs> Solomon said, and the temple which I will build will be great. Hallelujah. Friday, Friday, we went to a lower denture area, Kakum National Park area, and we got a piece of land, and we went to dedicate the land so that we will build a great church for God in that area. Amen. We have pictures of it. We got, went there. I went in the morning, I came Saturday dawn. When the choir was having, about 2 a.m., we came here. Yeah, Saturday dawn. That's why we're not at the adoring. So those of you at the adoring, it was so deliberate that we didn't come. We still were on a mission. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Whole night. Went to pour oil there. The people were excited Amen. that we will build a house for God. Amen. And one of my determinations is that my sales for the books that, that I've written, I'm going to pump them in there, in the, in the building of the house of God over Amen. there. Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to join me so that we'll build a great house for God. Listen, your own house, eh? only yourself and probably a few family people will come to your house. How many people come to my house? Even my own house. There are many parts of my house I don't go to. When you come to my house, I have a small chair I sit on. Even my living room, I hardly sit in my living room. I'm sitting as my small corner. My big bed, I have a small place that I lie on. Are you getting me? Only a few people come to my house. But when you build a house for God, many people will come there. And here, you see, many people are coming here. 
And as we build over there too, many people, many people from many towns and many villages are going to come there. That's why Solomon said, the temple which I, 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 I built will be great. May we build something great for the Lord. I said, may you build something great for the Lord. That shall become your portion. You will build for the Lord. Can I have an amen? amen. And if you are going to build something great for God, you got to be able to give financially towards it. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 1 to 9. This is what this man said. Oh, Jesus. I'm not, I'm, I'm not warming up. I'm not coming to my preaching. First Chronicles 29, 1 to 9. David said, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the, and the work is great. Because the temple is not for man, but for what? For the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the, the, the temple is for the Lord. Listen, the, the church of Jesus Christ is not for any man. Every pastor is not, no pastor owns a church. The church is for Jesus Christ. So anything you are doing, good or bad, know that it is for Jesus Christ. If it is bad, it's against Jesus Christ. Hello? And if somebody gets to know that you are doing something bad against his business, he will be against you. And if you are doing something good for his business, he will be for you. So I pray that may you do things that will, will be for the good of the business of God. Amen. By speaking right and acting right. Can I have an amen? Never join anybody who says any bad thing about the church, about pastors. You, 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 you shouldn't do that. Please, don't do that. To attract some problems, not only for yourself, but for your children. Do not do that. Amen? Amen. Yeah. The least you could ever do is to pray. Pray that God bless our church, bless the work of God, whatever. Amen? Amen. Yeah. You see, when you see anybody who has a problem, the person knows that he has a problem. You are not the one who's going to tell him that you have a problem. If some, you see somebody walking this way, he says, I, 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 I know you are walking this way. Doesn't he know that he's walking that way? He knows it. And he's looking for help. What he's looking for, when you see somebody walking this way, it's not for you to describe or to re-describe what he's doing. It's for you to hold his hand and so that he can walk properly. <laughs> Amen. Are you learning something here? Hallelujah. So he said that the temple is not for man, but for the Lord. Verse 2. Now for the house of my God, read with me. Now for the house of my God, I have prepared with all my might gold for the things to be made of gold and silver for the things of silver, bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, only stones, stones to be set, glistening stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones and marble slabs in abundance. Hallelujah. So it means that David, whatever that was needed, David contributor towards it. Whatever is that is needed in the house of God, become a contributor. If we say we need money for this, become a contributor. Bible says, blessed are those who sow beside many waters. Not a few waters, many waters. Can I have an amen? And when you read further, Bible says that, and the people also gave willingly. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, he said, I have set my affection on the, 
on the house of my God. I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. My own special treasure of gold and silver. Everybody, you must prepare your own special treasure. So we say, own special treasure. Own special treasure. Whatever is very special to you, prepare, say, look, this year I'm going to give my special treasure. Amen. We're going to have life changers conference. I'm going to give special treasure towards it so that God will change my life and use it as a point of contact to change the lives of many people. My own special treasure. I've saved some money somewhere. I've got some 500 euros somewhere. I've got some thousand dollars somewhere. I've got some money somewhere. I've got some city somewhere. I want to pump in the house of God. I want to pump in the business of God. And about, listen, you never go wrong making an investment in the kingdom of God. That one I can assure you. Can I have an amen? Amen. And as we give, I see God bringing great rewards to you. In First Peter chapter 5, verse 4, the Bible says that you shall see, receive a crown of glory. So as you are giving, you are, you are being sacrificing, and you become a, a vessel of honor, God will give you a crown of glory. And when the chief shepherd referring to Jesus appears, you will receive, not you may, but you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. The human crowns fade away, but the crown of glory that God will give to you does not fade away. I'm looking for, towards the day where God, when, 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 when I'm called, uh, the Father will say, Thou good and faithful servant, come, and I'll receive a crown of glory. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Jesus said, My father's house are many mansions. I prefer to have a small house on earth and have mansions in heaven. Because that's a, a more permanent place. But there are many people who have got mansions on earth, but they don't have one room even in heaven, not even one block in heaven. Because they are not doing anything contributing to the work of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 62, verse 3. Okay, let's jump, let's jump from there. The Bible says, you'll be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord. Now, I want to show you something. In Matthew chapter 25, 14 to 30, you are going to read something very, very quickly over there. Matthew, Matthew, if you know. The Bible says that, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to, read it to me, if me want to. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Uh-huh. And to one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one, to each according to his own ability, and immediately went on a journey. So remember this. The first point is that the man gave to the people talents according to their ability. Is that right? So God gives us things according to our abilities. God himself is the one who puts those abilities in us. And so he, he, he knows what he gives us, our various responsibilities. Not everybody is going to be given the same kind of responsibility, but when you are faithful towards your responsibility, you are going to be rewarded appropriately. May you receive an appropriate reward. Okay, so verse number 16. Next verse, the Bible says that then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them. That means that he worked with them or invested them and made another 
five talents. And who had received two, gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The Lord will let you give, you will set an account for the voice he gave you. Did you use your voice? When palace praise was supposed to come for rehearsal, did you come? Did you come and sing for fire service and you ran away? Did I give you a voice and you never joined any group because you said you didn't have time? Did I give you money but you said that your family was so important to you and so you never made the required contribution that you should have made towards my business. I gave you a husband. Did you love and submit your husband the way you should have? Did you care for your children the way you should have? Even in your country, as you are in there, did you keep it neat enough or you are throwing sachet water all over the place? I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Were you stealing, were you stealing Air Force sheets and putting them in your bag? Were you taking, are you taking toiletries, the toilet roll from your this thing? You, you pick it and put it in your bag. You add a few zeros to the figures. If you can, in order to be able to make some more money. So here you find out that the, the Lord of reckoning is going to come and we're going to give an account of whatever we did. Do you inflate prizes? When your madam says that 10 is 5 CDs, do you make it 10 CDs? Hallelujah. Amen. This is not meant to accuse anybody. It's just meant to tease our hearts and prepare us and to know that we need to be able to put our lives right. Can I have an amen? Amen. Okay, so he had five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you deliver to me five talents and I have gained five more besides them. And his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You, you are faithful over a few things. Watch it. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. It means that, listen, and he said, enter into the joy of your Lord. You see, no matter how long you've been around, if you are not faithful over a few things, you cannot be, you cannot be ruler, be made ruler over much. If you don't join a group in a church, you, do, you are not a committed cell leader or a group leader. 
Would you expect to be made a pastor? Amen. Amen. You say, oh, I can preach. Yeah, we know you can preach. In fact, you can even preach better than the pastors. You are internationally known. Hey. But in your local house, you don't do anything. So even if we make you anything that the people don't know who you are, they can't respect you, they can't appreciate you. Because the thing is that you must have been doing something, people should have seen him. And so your call into that thing should only be an affirmation of what you are doing. But if you are doing nothing, how do we affirm? What do we have to affirm it? So there must be something you must be doing. And when you start doing things in the house of God, that is when God is going to use that to promote. Always remember that it's not man who will promote you. Maybe you don't know. Bible says promotion does not come from where? From the east, not from the west, but from what? From above. So it is God who actually touches the heart of someone and says, it is time to promote this person. Oh, somebody say, Pastor, how do you know that? Go to First Samuel chapter 10, verse 1. When Samuel poured oil upon him, he said that he poured the oil on on soil. He said, is it not because the Lord has anointed thee? So, so someone was only pouring the oil to validate and affirm what God has already done. Are you getting me? But it is the Lord who is the anointer. Man cannot anoint. It's God who anoints. And Jesus said, what I see my father do is what I do. So it's, it's, it's Jesus who prompts, he does the prompting. And he's the head of the church. So the head of the church must do the prompting to say that this person, I can see his heart, I can see her heart, I can see his commitment, and he can do this thing. So let us put him in this position or that position so that he will continue my work. Are you understand what I'm preaching to you? I'm showing you how you can become a useful vessel. Continue for me, sir. So, he who had received two talents also said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. And what did he do? Even though he received it, he told him what? Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over what? Well done, good and faithful servant. This is what everybody must look for. Forward to hearing from God. Good and faithful servants. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I just didn't become a senior pastor. I've served in many capacities. I've been a praise and worship leader before. I've been pastor in charge of music. I've been, I've been a resident pastor before. I've been a pastor whereby when they're having camp meetings, I go to sweep the place and ensure that beds are there. I go to the kitchen and help them to stir the, 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 the cook the banku and kenke. I flatter, so stir. I'm anointed by stirring a flatter. Stirring the stirring the corn and stirring the cup. Karaba shanda, karaba banda, karaba. And you are and you are staring, and the fire, firewood, smoke is getting into your eyes. Anointed and yet in the kitchen. Anointed, and I'm carrying the toilet of another person, of a leader 
who has who has who had fasted and was so weak and couldn't go into the main uh, toilet and he had he had done the thing in his room and I had to carry the his toilet in a chamber pot not covered and I can see all the colors of the the toilet that he had done and I carried it through in a compound house and walking and then go and pour it into the into the WC so I mean a WC in the sheet home you, know, you pour it and then after that wash it without gloves wash it pour whatever and take it back to the person and that guy is not physically older than me or whatever but because he's the leader of the group I had to do it lovingly and willingly faithful of a little faithful of a little faithful of a little You'll be sleeping and they call you and they say that you got to go to a particular village and you are standing in a tractor over 24 hours. Your body is shaking like that. Bone shaker. Standing. Standing. 24 hours. Faithful of a little. That's the reason why when we come into meetings, I can stand. When we're having training program, so I can stand for long hours. And you are tired. And I'm standing because of the training that I got. And for your future, when you, are, you also come and say, stand or sit and do whatever, you don't complain because you don't know where God is going to take you. Fearful of a letter. Let's finish it up. 24. Then he who had one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. Hey! I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. The guy never worked with it. Otherwise, I won't sing. I have money, but I won't give. I am beautiful and I have a nice smile, but I won't smile. I won't join the gatekeepers. I, I, am, I am very busy. I don't have time. I am building my corporate life. I'm taking care of my family. I've got a loving husband. I've got to be romantic towards him. I don't have time. You have hidden your seed. Look at what the Lord told him. His Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant. You ran a catcher and he said, Anybody who doesn't do anything in the house of God, God calls you, you are wicked and lazy. Ask your friend, are you wicked and lazy? Say, are you the one? Are, are you the one the Bible is talking about? I said, ask him, are you the one? Are you the one? What the Bible is talking about? That you wicked and lazy servant. Say, are you wicked? Are you lazy? <laughs> These are the words of Jesus. So. If, if your Bible is a red letter, but you can see that that portion has been written in red, it's, it's not for me. That's why we are all reading it. We are all reading it. Amen. It's not Jonathan the Cuban's submission. It is from the Lord. He says that you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. 27. You ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I would have received back my 
my own with what interest. That means that God is God is profit minded. So you cannot be saved and be saved alone. Hello? Hi. You are not saved to be quiet. You are saved to talk. You are saved to save. Obadiah 121 says that and saviors shall arise out of Mount Zion. You are supposed to be a savior. You are supposed to bring others unto the Lord. Can I have an amen? Amen. Be a savior. That's why be a savior. Yeah. When you go and eat at the restaurant, eh? when you go and eat at the restaurant, give me the, this thing. Take one of them. Yeah. Eh? One of the ways to save people. After I have eaten at the restaurant, take a tip. Don't be chasing. Add some money. Don't just say I've paid for the food. Eh? Give the waiter a tip. And when you are adding a tip, add a tract, gospel tract, and add our invitation. Put 10 CDs there. Put 5 CDs Put 20 CDs there. Let the waiter have it. So that he too have no coffee. Amen. And then when you invite the person and say, I am inviting you to my church. Amen. And this gospel tract, I want you to read it. Mm. When you add the tip, the person will read it. Amen. Because you see that this person is a good person. He's giving me something. Amen. And then after... You have to read the thing. When he gets a tip, he reads the thing through the gospel track. The person will be saved. The person, when you give him our invitation, the person will come. Sometimes when you go and buy things, you have a balance of two series, three series or something. Don't stand there, ginger. Give me my dress. Fifty pesos, me Give me. Oh, you are ready to take it. Be kind, small. Be kind, small. Be kind, small. Be kind, small. Amen. Amen. The fifty pesos of what may may not mean much to you, but it may mean a lot to the person. Amen. When you go and baba your hair, or go to the hairdressing salon, give them something. When you give them something, you see, when you touch. When you touch the hand of somebody, you touch his heart. Amen. Amen. Yeah. When you, you, if you can give them, put something in their hands, you touch their hearts. There are different ways of touching the lives of people. There are different ways of touching the lives of people. Can I have an amen? Amen. So he says that, he said, take the talent from him and give it to him who has what? Ten talents. For to everyone who has more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be what? Taken away. So it means that if you don't use what you have, you will lose it. That's the reason why some people lose the anointing. They lose their talents. They lose a certain grade. When you do, listen to me. When you don't use what God has given to you, you lose it. And I pray that from today you begin to use your talents. Decide that you are going to help to build a great house for God. By coming to church on time. By inviting people to come. By being a giving person. By being a strong supporter of your pastor. 
When your pastor is preaching, you are smiling. When the pastor is preaching, you have done your faces very. You have done as if you are quarreling with it. You are quarreling. Eh? Why? What is that? You you want to intimidate the pastor? And we've seen we've seen more of your kind already. So we are not we are we are not afraid. Amen. But your face is not nice when you do that. Eh? You have to learn to organize your face. And when anybody is doing anything, encourage a person. Learn to be an encourager. Learn to smile at the person. Learn to let them know that Kelly, you are doing something good. It's true. And in doing that, you see, it's not the person. It is God's work you are doing it for. Are you hearing me? It is God's way. Decide that you'll be a strong supporter of the house of God, of the kingdom of God. And as you are doing that, you'll be surprised how God will take care of you. If you don't encourage the work of God, the preaching of the word, do you think your children will be encouraged? A teacher will discourage your children. A teacher will insult your child. Insult your, your child will lose self-confidence. Amen. Amen. Be an encourager. You'll be a wish and cry. Smile. Sorry. When everybody is laughing, laugh some. Clap your hands. Let your body language show that you say, Oh, I am Mr. Cool, Madam Cool. But we know that when Black Stars is playing or, or your Chelsea is playing or Man is playing, you shout. You lose you. You, you, you forget yourself. And you shout. You shout. So why can't you shout when it comes to the things of God? Listen, everybody has a passion. Everybody has a passion. Amen. Amen. Yeah, everybody has a passion. If you are passionate about the things of God, you'll be... Me, I am very excited when it comes to the things of God. Oh, I am excited. Amen. And I love people who do the things of God. Yeah. I love people. And I love especially young people. Because me, I started serving God as a young person. Yeah. So serve God. Young people, you are important. You may not have much money now, but tomorrow you have a lot. Don't let anybody laugh at you today that you don't have a car. Those who have cars today, yesterday, they didn't have a car. What did they have? They didn't have anything. So as you serve God, you, you shall serve the Lord your God. He'll bless your bread and water. Amen. Amen. And anytime you are serving God, don't look for reward from anybody. When people say you have done well, say I'm an unprofitable servant. Yeah, Luke chapter 17, 7 to 10. He says that when people go, a servant doesn't look for thank you. Hello? When you work at your workplace, you are expecting your boss to come and say thank you. A servant shouldn't look for thank you. If you're a servant of God, do not look for thank you. Amen. Yeah. Verse 8, 9 and 10. He said, when you're, you say you have done this, you say, I am an unprofitable servant. Amen. He said, does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. You don't thank your servant because you commanded them. What do you have to do? You have to do? Amen. You, that's your boss come and say thank you for typing thank you for writing the letter they command you and say Collins come you say yes sir you go you, yes sir go and do this yes sir you salute on top of it where's Walanyo you are, you are a military person when they ask you to do things do, do you expect thank you 
Don't you even salute on top of their thing. This man is a military man. When you go there, don't you salute rather. You salute brother. Or you expect them to say, you have done well. But when even they say you have done well, you know that you just did what you have to do. Is that not it? That's what the Lord is expecting you. So likewise you, Jesus was speaking, when you have done all those things which were, you are commanded, say, we are what? Unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. You see, when you have this mindset, you will not be hurt. When you have this mindset, you say, hey, we come, we come and see, we have rehearsal, and we come and do the thing, and we come and do it. They don't even see what we are doing. Because who sees what you do in secret will reward you openly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't have to do eye service. Colossians chapter 3, 22 to 24. Colossians chapter 3, 22 to 24. Born servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleases, but in sincerity of heart, fearing God. Hallelujah. That means that even, even at your workplace, even if your boss is an unbeliever, serve. Don't say, eh, ko, no, no, ko, no, abba. Ko has come. You are, you are calling your boss Ko. You are giving your boss a nickname. You too, you'll be given a bad nickname. And read it with me, everybody. One, two. Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Why? Knowing that, let's continue. Knowing that from, from the company, from the pastor, no. From the teacher, no. Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Jifa, did you see that? So from today, don't ever think that what is daddy giving to me? Don't follow people because they give you things. In fact, your relationship with people shouldn't be based on money. If you are related with me, and you think. If I give you something that you like me, if I don't give you money you don't like me, then it's a bad relationship. Relationship should never be based on money. If you love a man, you should love a man because you love him, not because he gives you money. How about if he, the man ha, doesn't have that money again? Amen. No, should, relationship should not be, I don't like relationship based on money. Last week, I went some. I was in a, a, a conference, and then one of my sons, spiritual sons, he came, and then asked, I prayed for him, I saw him, we talked, and then I prayed for him. When I, pray, I finished, he put envelope, he said, oh, this is for, something for your petrol. I look, I said, no, why, I, I won't take it. Why? He's given from a good heart, but I've trained myself that I don't want people just to do things so that they, I see they are paying for whatever. If I'm there and you decide that I am coming to bless you, to honor you, that is different. But I don't have a relation with you. I am not praying for you so that you give me money. I am not a praying machine that I do give this to you and then you give that to me. I am doing it because I am blessing you from my heart. If you also at any point in time want to come and honor me and give me something, you do it. And our relationship is not based on money. Our relationship is not based on things. Yeah. Yeah. This man has been in the church for quite a while. Ask him, when I've ever asked him for money, 
And whether he gives me money. This policeman, he doesn't give me money. Eh? This little girl, look at her, little girl. Fresh investment graduate. But she's sitting behind me. What has she got to give to me? But I talk with her. Bring, 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 bring. I'm happy that she's sitting behind me. She doesn't give me anything. But we have a relationship. No based on money. Don't relate to people based on money. It's a very bad relationship. Bad relationship. Friends because of money. Friends because of food. Eh? The person is your friend because every Sunday he'll buy you whatever. Or when you need this, you give you this. When you need that, he give you that. When you give that, he give you that. If you are a boy and you have chasing a girl, and the girl said, Bring this, bring that, bring that, run away. Run away. Because if, no, no, no. If the guy, she's asking you, ten cities, ten cities, ten When she meets another guy, and then when she asks for 10 CDs, the guy gives 50 CDs. And 50 CDs. What is your 10 CDs? He says, when you call her, she'll be scratching her head. I call her, uh, 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 she's scratching her head. Because your 10 CDs cannot be compared to the 50 CDs. The relationship now is based on what? Money. And the quantum of money she's getting from the other place is greater than yours. You'll break your heart into pieces. Like ceramic plate has been put down. Am I preaching the word of God? Yeah. I want you to love me because you love me. I want to stay with you because I love you. Can I have an amen? amen. Ask mommy. When I was caught here, I never gave her one penny. No, 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 no. You love me, you love me. You don't love me, you don't love me. Eh? We will take taxi or truck truck and get down at Legon Junction and we'll walk to the Legon Gardens we didn't have even a bottle of water and I raised a prayer topic and I'm watching her to see whether she's praying or not and when she's thirsty there's a public tap there you open the public tap your, your father is a professor but you are not married to a professor you are not married, married to a professor's home so you must adjust and adapt yourself to where you are coming to hey! if you can't want to meet her here and the Jina baby. Want to meet Takia Jina baby? Because I don't want any wahala. Is listen, you don't have to kill yourself. Because some girls, they are not your standard. There are some of them, their taste is very high. Whenever they shake your hand, they keep on your hand alone. It's your whole salary. So if you don't know, go and look for your type. And grow up together. <laughs> Am I preaching? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, it's true. It's true. Eh? Yeah. The truth is that you can't marry everybody. And you'll be beating our Yeah. You can be church members, so but that person is not your level. If you go there, your bank account will break. If you go there, you become a thief. If you go there, you, it will affect your faith. Amen. Amen. So, so use what you have. Tackle what you can tackle. It's not every fight you can fight. Eh? If you like, go and try and fight Mayweather and see. But there are some people you can beat. But you may not be able to beat Mayweather. Is that right? So take, the, take on the fight you can fight. So go, at, go for your level. 
serve the Lord with all your heart. Know that from the Lord you will receive the reward. May the Lord reward you and bless you and increase you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. When I took my level, we have been growing gradually. Is that not it? Yeah. We've been growing gradually. When we didn't have chewing sponge, you understand it. Toothbrush, no toothbrush. Look at this woman when I married her. There are times I didn't have money for pepsodent. And she'll bring chewing sponge and we'll chew. Then she'll get salt water. Then we'll gather and wash her mouth. And we didn't, even when we moved to our other house, we didn't even have curtains. Yeah? We didn't have proper curtains. No, the bedroom. So if there had to be signs and wonders, it means there had to be total darkness. No, no, no curtains. No, no, no curtains. But that is where we are. Are you getting me? But gradually God has given us curtains. Amen. You may not have curtains. God will Amen. give you curtains. Amen. I, I, I want to encourage somebody to know that you may stand like down there, but God will be lifting you up. You will be lifting you up. We didn't have a kitchen of our own. We didn't have a kitchen. And so anytime I needed to eat something, I would do something. I'm hungry. Then she'll go and look at some, for somebody's kitchen. My pastor's kitchen. See, if the kitchen is empty, then she'll go there. You always start life somewhere. Life will start in the evening, but it will end in the morning. The sun is going to shine on your life. As, just, just love God and just serve him. Just love him. No, right. Just love him and serve him. Just love him and serve him. Give him all your heart. You travel the nations of the world. You preach the word of God. Anointing will come upon you. You have a nice wedding. You have a beautiful family. I said you have a beautiful family. God will bless your children. It shall be well with your home. Those who laugh at you, they will tend to laugh with you. And they will see the exhortation of God upon your life. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine on you. May the way make come make a way for you. May you be anointed to work the works of God. May you never lack any good thing. May the Lord wash yourself with water. Anoint your feet with fresh oil. May you skip for joy. May heaven be on your side. May God be an enemy to your enemies. And a friend to your friends. Whatever your hands have begun to do, may the Lord flourish it. When you touch sand, let it become gold dust. When you take salt, May it become diamond crystals. When you write applications, may it be accepted. May your promotion come speedily. May you receive a good husband, a lovely wife, beautiful family, wonderful children. May your seed be upright and may they be great. May your heart desires be fulfilled. This week, May the Lord ensure promotion to come into your life. Receive promotion. May you be anointed with the works of God. When you speak, let it be for signs and wonders. May the laws be saved. The sick be healed. The bound be loose. The oppressed be set free. May God be on your side. May you have a victory song. Receive 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 a victory song. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
the son of the living God. May God make you stronger than your enemies. I said, may God make you stronger than your enemies. May you never May you beg, may you never beg your enemies for anything. May God give you more than enough. Receive more than enough. Receive more than enough. Receive more than enough. Receive more than enough. In the name of Jesus. Those who look down on you. May they look up to you now. May they look up to you now. Glorious places where they said no to you. May they themselves call you. And may they say yes to you. May you be lifted up from where you are to where you ought to be. May God give you a new song and a testimony in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Oh, I feel a blessing in the house. I said, I feel a blessing in the house. Amen. We are going. Heaven knows where we are going. We know we are.
getting there in business, getting there in your finances, getting there, getting there, getting there, getting there. They are moving, getting there. Believe it. What you are saying, you are going to have it. God is taking you to the place he has assigned for you. You may be like a snake without limbs but you will climb up high without wings but you will fly without cloth but you, you can you can stay, survive in the you will survive in the ice and without air conditions, but you survive, you survive in the desert places. You will swallow your enemies. Listen. Snakes exude fear and respect. Even plastic snakes, when you see plastic, you are running away. The Bible says, be wise as serpent. God will put your fear on the enemy. You will walk in respect. You didn't hear me say you will walk in respect. You will walk in honor. You will swallow the enemies. God will give you the upper hand. You will get the contracts. The money will come to your location. It shall be well with you. And it shall be well with your family. I prophesy that whatever is fighting you, replace a curse on it. That it shall no more grow strong. May whatever fight you lose its power. And may they wither now. Whatever is fighting your marriage, fighting your business, fighting your health, fighting your peace and progress, fighting your finances, may they lose their power. And may the name of the Lord be exalted in your life. Receive the upper hand anointing. May the grace of God be your portion. In Jesus' name. Everybody say a big amen. Amen. I feel an anointing here. Well, if you come to church today and say, Preacher, I want my sins to be forgiven. I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want him to be the king of my life. I want to surrender my all unto him. Jesus went to the cross and died for us. And he said, come unto me. All you that are heavy laden. And I'll give you rest. Maybe you have a lifestyle that you want to stop. But you are able to stop. Jesus will help you to stop. The blood of Jesus will wash away your sins. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to break clean from certain habits, I want you to walk to me and I'll pray with you. Right now in Jesus' name. Quickly come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And let's all pray. 
Let's pray together. I say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. You sent your son Jesus to die on the cross on my behalf. Lord Jesus, come and save my heart. Be my king and my master. I totally submit myself to you. From today, I turn my back to the world and I embrace Jesus and the cross. Lord, let your spirit overshadow me. Anoint me. And use me and use for me. your greater ways. Your greater May, I be May I be a useful vessel, a useful vessel in, your house. in your house. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.